You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, and thank you for joining me today for episode 108 of the Blended Family Podcast. I have missed you, and I hope you missed me too. I took the last two weeks off of podcasting so that I could be a little more present for my family. And it's crazy because I really thought I'd have so much time on my hands since a big chunk of my time is spent on producing the show for you. But as it turned out, I was still really busy. My main job, which is the house cleaning business, sometimes is really slow right around Christmas with people having house guests or not wanting the home cleaned while the kids are home from school. But this year, we remained busy throughout the holiday. And being the holidays fell on weekends, we were able to work full time. So it was just as chaotic as usual. Although I didn't have the evening pressure to work, so I was able to sleep a bit more and not stress as much as I usually do. Christmas was okay for us. You might remember that Sean was hospitalized briefly the week before, so that put a damper on things. He's doing great, by the way. We have a surgery scheduled for him in January, but he's doing much better. As far as the kids, well, having four teenagers during Christmas is rough. They are all non-believers, of course, and they all wanted money, which takes the fun out of it for us. So we got some stuff for them to open Uh, It's just not the same as having little ones, you know? And then trying to keep them occupied all week. We had them from Christmas Eve all the way until New Year's Day, and we had to work, and they were bored. Poor grandma. They had her running all over the place. And then they were wanting to spend all of their Christmas money on food. And I was cooking. I mean, one night I made tacos for dinner, and later they wanted to go to Taco Bell. I don't get it. It was frustrating. And in case you might be thinking I must be a horrible cook, no, I can cook. They just prefer the gross processed food. We did spend New Year's Eve at home with the kids, which is something we did last year instead of going out like we normally did. And we really liked it last year. So we did it again. Of course, it was easy because it was already a kid weekend, but we had over some friends and just enjoyed the evening. And then last week, both Sean and I celebrated our birthdays. His is on the 3rd, mine the 4th. So every year we get to celebrate together, which is fun. This year I turned the big 4-0. So we did have a big party out on Saturday night with lots of people who I love. And that was tons of fun. And now holidays are over and I am ready to get back into the swing of things. And I'm wondering how all of you are doing. How did you make it through the holiday break? I have been present in the Facebook group, but not as vocal as I usually am. Like I said, I was trying to unplug a bit for my family, but my guess is many of you are overwhelmed, which is common this time of year. I am overwhelmed as well. So I thought today might be a good time to talk about dealing with overwhelm. Aside from feeling this way around the holidays, blended families kind of deal with feelings of overwhelm all year long, I think. There's so much more on our plate than traditional families. And when we feel overwhelmed, it's really hard to look at things logically. Everything kind of feels like it can be caving in on us at once. During holidays, financial stresses can be really overwhelming. It was for us this year, especially with Sean being in the hospital, we lost a lot of money when we really needed it. 
Kids being home for break is another overwhelming thing because they're bored or eating all day or fighting with one another. You might be overwhelmed with holiday parties or guests. But even after the holidays, you might still feel overwhelmed. Exes, bills, schedules, the list goes on and on. I myself am in a constant state of overwhelm because I have a lot on my plate. But I've got to tell you this story. So before the holidays, mid-December, we went to see this shaman. We actually went with our best friends, and I really was focusing on my friend and Sean, and I thought, I'll get a reading too, but just for fun. Of course, there goes me thinking I'm not the one with the issues. Well, I was wrong, and he had plenty to say about me. One of the main things is that I'm a control freak, and I really need to relax. And I kind of already knew that, but I guess I didn't realize how bad it was. It was pretty eye-opening for me because I had to look at the deeper part of myself to learn why I am the way that I am, and it makes sense for me because when I was getting divorced, I had also just lost my dad. And my entire world seemed out of control. And ever since then, I try to control for everything so I never have to feel that way again. And I don't try to control others, by the way. It's more trying to control everything in my environment. But that still gets me into trouble. Well, whether you believe or not in these things is up to you, but I do. And he did this thing where he healed me. He balanced me out. And I'll tell you what, ever since, I have been much calmer. Usually taking the two weeks off of the podcast would have stressed me out or not getting to my emails right away would bother me. But lately I've been calm and I gave myself the permission to get to things when I could. It's helped me tremendously and it's helped my family because they hate seeing me all crazy and overworked. Now you may not be able to get to a shaman and you may not even believe in it, but there are things you can do right now to slow down a bit, enjoy life, and feel less overwhelmed by all of it. And that is what I'm going to help you with today. Now, I'm not talking only about being overwhelmed with stuff to do, like at work or even at home when you're looking at all the things you have to do without enough time in the day. I'm also talking about general feelings of overwhelm just with life. You could have nothing specifically to do, but yet you still feel overwhelmed by just what is going on in your life every day. And like I said, Blended families can make you feel that way. So today I'll share 10 ways to deal with these feelings of overwhelm so that you can feel better and more peaceful. So number one, get back in your present moment. I talk about this a lot. I just did a show on living in the present moment and it was episode 102. So go listen to that one if you missed it. I talk about it a lot because most of us are not living in it. We're living somewhere in the past or somewhere in the future. For those of us that feel overwhelmed, we're often living in the future, worried about all of the things we have to do, or worried about all of the problems we're facing and wondering how things will pan out, wondering what to do about it all. And nothing will make you feel more overwhelmed than thinking about all of the things that overwhelm you. Stop doing that. Focus on right now. After all, that is all we have. Stop thinking about everything else. If you have something to do, then do it, but put all of your focus on the task at hand, which will make it easier to accomplish, and you can face the other issues when you need to. Number two, put it down on paper. When you have a million things swimming around in your head, it's hard to feel calm. If you have stress on your mind, then journal. 
Put your feelings down on paper and it will clear your mind a bit. And if it's tasks that are the issue, make lists for the things you need to do. There are so many apps for this, but old-fashioned paper and pen are fine too. I have daily lists and monthly lists and long-term goal lists and shopping lists. I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more forgetful I become. So it helps to write things down as soon as they come up so that I don't forget. And your mind will feel much more clear when you write everything down and you don't need to hold all of that information in your head anymore. And this leads into my next tip, number three, only handle what you can. Take a look at those lists. Be realistic too. Don't put more than one can possibly handle in a single day. You don't want to set yourself up for failure. Now, when you look at your lists, is everything on there a must? Are there things that can be put off till a further date? Are there things on there that can be eliminated entirely? Are there things that can be delegated to someone else? Maybe your partner can do some or even the kids. For the things that you must do, prioritize them. You may choose the easiest first or the hardest, but the best way to do it, I think, is to go by what actually needs to be done first. That way you won't feel stressed by deadlines. If you complete the most pressing tasks, then you can choose whether to complete more or let things wait a bit. Number four, meditate. Okay, so I talk about this all the time too, and I am terrible at putting it into practice myself, but even if you don't want to meditate in the traditional way, how about just getting quiet for a few minutes before you start your day? That is a form of meditation. Just for a few minutes, think about what you want to accomplish that day, or think about how you want to feel that day, and it will help you get grounded before you start the day. Number five, Learn to say no. Stop taking on so much. And I am super guilty of this, so I totally get it. Us people pleasers always want to say yes because we want people to like us or we want to always help out. But when saying yes to someone else makes you say no to yourself, then you have to stop. If saying yes makes you unhappy or makes you feel overwhelmed, then you have got to learn to say no. And explain to the person that although you'd love to help, you just can't. And people will understand. Saying yes to too many things will cause you to feel completely overwhelmed. And number six, tame your inner perfectionist. Not all of us are, but if you are a perfectionist, that is going to cause you overwhelm also. This is because you're always trying to make everything perfect or just so. A lot of energy is spent on that. And at the end of the day, you'll feel completely drained. You know the world won't fall apart if everything isn't perfect and done just the way you want. If you can learn to let go just a little, you'll feel a lot calmer. And I'm learning this myself. Number seven, let go of the control. Like I said, I have improved on this myself in the last few weeks, and it is a relief. Even my family noticed, especially Sean. You don't have to do everything yourself. Learn how to delegate to family members. You can teach them the way things need to be done if you must, but simply learning to let go of the things you cannot change helps. Learn to allow others to help you. Not only does that help you, but it also helps your family who are standing by waiting for you to ask. Hmm. 
maybe not always the kids, but definitely your significant other. And I know with me, Sean will always ask what he can do to help. And I always say nothing because I'm a control freak, but it always makes him feel bad. So I'm learning to ask him for help and he always jumps at the chance. And I will tell you this, since I have let go of some of that control, I've actually been a lot more relaxed, not so uptight. Number eight, take a break, have some downtime. Now that might sound counterintuitive. How can you take a break when you're overwhelmed and you have so much to do? But here's why it works. When we're overwhelmed, we get kind of real anxious and our brain goes into overdrive. We start freaking out because we know there's so much to do and we don't know where to begin. Go ahead and make your list and take a look at it. But then walk away. Take even a 15-minute break. Get a cup of coffee or tea. Go for a walk. Go take a shower. Get some exercise. Or take a power nap. Do whatever it is that you want to do that will take your mind off of what you need to do. And it should help you feel somewhat refreshed and ready to tackle some items on your list. Or it'll just help ease your mind. But it's important that you take that break. Number nine, breathing exercises. Might sound crazy, but when we have anxiety, we often don't breathe properly. Many phones or smartwatches have breathing apps that will even alert you to make you stop what you're doing and do some breathing exercises. And I definitely recommend the apps because, well, if you're in charge of reminding yourself, you'll never do it. I'll admit, I even ignore my watch many times it tells me. But when I do stop and do the breathing exercises, it actually really helps me. So you should try it. And number 10, quit judging yourself. There's nothing worse than being overwhelmed and then berating yourself for not getting everything done or getting angry with yourself for feeling the way you do. It's okay. We all feel overwhelmed. We have enough in this world already working against us. We don't need to beat ourselves up too. Acknowledge how you feel, then understand why you're feeling that way, then work on feeling better. But if you get down on yourself, you won't get anything done and you'll feel so much worse. So those are my 10 tips for overcoming overwhelm. Let me repeat them quick for you and they'll be in the show notes too. Number one, get in the present moment. Two, put it all down on paper. Three, only handle what you can. Four, meditate. Five, learn to say no. Six, tame your inner perfectionist. Seven, let go of control. Eight, take a break. Nine, do some breathing exercises. And 10, quit judging yourself. So please let me know if you have ideas on how to eliminate overwhelm. You can comment on the show notes or on Facebook. I think feeling overwhelmed is completely normal especially in blended families, we all go through it. However, when it's really affecting you, when it's causing anxiety or causing even depression, then you need to work on methods to help alleviate it. So I hope today's show helps a little bit. There's not much we can do about the amount of stuff on our plate these days or about the stresses of family and work, but we need to learn how to calm down some. I notice this when my children ask me to please stop working, or they'll say, mom, please just sit down for five minutes. I may be setting a good example as far as work ethic for my kids, but really what am I showing them as far as what a healthy parent looks like? 
I wasn't showing them balance at all. So my New Year's resolution is to keep working on balance in my life, keep trying to eliminate overwhelm and learn how to just calm down. And I hope you will too. And I will be back with an interview next week that I'm really excited about with Casey O'Rourke about positive discipline. And I know that you'll really benefit from it. So make sure you subscribe so that you get these episodes as soon as I release them. I did get a new five-star review from Neil Peart 2. I am definitely not pronouncing that right. But he says, I would highly recommend this podcast for those who are searching to improve their blended family situation. So thank you so much for that review. Your reviews really help me out in iTunes so that others can find the show. If you want to leave me a review, it is simple. Just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash iTunes and click write a review. You can join the conversation in our private Facebook group at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. This is a positive environment where you can find other blended families just like yours. You can ask advice, give advice, and encourage one another. I'd love to have you there. And that's all for today. It's good to be back. I love you all. I've missed you. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.